Welcome everyone to another episode of Kiwi Talks. I'm talking to my bro all the way in the Gold Coast right now, the OG Tyson Tyler. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, bro. What's good? Yeah. What's happening? How's it all there? Bro, it's pretty good, man. Um, I'm actually in the Gold Coast at the moment, so I'm from Brisbane, but yeah, I yeah. Come up here to see my brother, so the weather's good, man. Everyone's healthy, minus the COVID scare, so. Yeah, with the, uh, with the mannequin chicks that have brought it back into Queensland. Uh, don't get me started, Reese. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it's, uh, it's good, bro. But how's the, how's the vibe there in, like, Gold Coast and Brisbane? And is it all Honestly, good? Honestly, bro, I tell you what, the vibe is fucking sweet because, like, I drove up here from Brisbane to, like, it's probably, like, 45-minute drive. Yeah. Drove up here, and the traffic is just jam-packed, man. So, like, Either they're trying to get across the border or they're coming up here. I think everyone's uh, just trying to get out and, and do what they can sort of on the last weekend. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense, it's though. Not, it's not, nothing serious, yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it's not like Victoria, at least at the moment. Oh. Touch wood, bro. Yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, touch wood for sure, man. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get that bad, man. As long as everyone just social distances and, um, you know, just – Sort of just stops from going out, bro. They just stop themselves from going out. Yeah, yeah. You're a bit of an interesting dude, bro, because you're a Fijian guy, born in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and then you did you were raised in South Auckland as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, because how long were you in uh, Auckland before you moved back to Brisbane? Bro, I was in Auckland since I was maybe five. Okay. So I'm 33 now. Um. I left Auckland in 2013 when I had my first son. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it was like 20, 20 plus years sort of there. And then uh, I came over here. I sort of come over to Australia in the prime of my career, but, I mean, that was always the um, that was always the goal for me, man. Like, I always wanted to come back here. Yep. Um, even though being raised in the hood, man, Rewa hard, you know, like doing all that. And and you know I'll never ever take that or take anything away from that. Like being raised in the hood in South Auckland was was the shit. You know, it made me who I who I am today. But yeah, I just we had to get out of there, man. Just sort of, I wanted to come back here and and uh, I'm not saying that I'm fucking Australian hard or anything, bro. But you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of Kiwi, bro, all day. But yeah, it's just sort of just a, a broader horizons for the kids, I should say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally understand that, man. I mean, I suppose there's more opportunities there as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it makes it makes perfect sense. Yeah, man. And in terms of music, you can reach more people as well. I mean, Brisbane alone is... is yeah, pretty- well, that, yeah that, was, that was the goal, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Brisbane's already bigger than Auckland, and it's what? Uh, Australia's third largest city, I think, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be up there. So what's the what's the vibe like in Brisbane compared to say Auckland? Um, honestly, for me, man, it's sort of similar, eh? Like, yeah, I thought so. I think I think it's just it's bigger. Obviously, it's bigger, but um, for me, there's so many Kiwis over here, bro, that it, it sort of doesn't feel that far away from home. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. You see so many people from from NZ. It's just like, especially the area where I stay. Like I stay in Chrismead which is like in Logan City, um, South Brisbane. So it's like, 
Bro, there's so many Kiwis there that it's just like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, yeah, a lot of Polynesians. I mean, it's not even Bro, heaps. Yeah, heaps. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of the like South in some sort of parts is yeah, it's crazy. It's not. It's it's nothing. Like I mean, it's different back home, but um, yeah, like like it is anywhere. I mean, Brisbane's just. There's, there's, there's been so many Polynesians and Kiwis over here for years before I came over where it's like, it's the, the, the culture's already here anyway, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you worked with um, Marika and the rest of the Decons guys? Because a lot of them are based there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, Rex is here. Rex is just down the road for me. Oh, um, man. Dude, we plan to, like, we plan to work together. I've seen him so many times. Um, and I have planned to, like, you know that's that that's that's the OG, but we just never got around to it. I, I I suppose it's the um, it's the work aspect and family aspect of things that sort of keeps everyone from just like, especially now with the COVID shit. Yeah, yeah. For it's sure. like, oh, you, do you want to hook up with anyone? You know, like go over to their house and shit. So that's the plan, man. I'd love to. I'd love to get on a new track with Rex. Yeah. Okay, so it will happen at some point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. man. Are you trying to convince a lot of the, the cats back in South Auckland to move? <laughs> nah. I, the only dudes I'm trying to convince are, like, my high school mates and, like, my close boys, you know? Yeah. Like, um, just for money-wise, man, like, working is, is good here. Working in family life is better here in, in my, my point of view. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm dude, if, if I could earn the same amount of money that – that I could earn like here over home. Yeah. I would have moved back home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's just not like, it's just not possible. Like music wise was good. Um, so over here, like me doing music, like I, at least back home, I was touring a lot. Um, I was doing shows every weekend. And especially when I got with illegal music, like that's when I started actually making money and um, doing that sort of thing. But, other than that, man, like I've been pretty quiet on the music buzz over here, money-wise, and and uh, and it's just been, yeah, just been working nine to five sort of buzz. Is that solely because of uh, because of your work, or is it just easier to get around in Auckland, or what's what's the reasoning? No, nah, you, you honestly, man, you know what it was. It was sort of like um, when I put my mind to it and and, and decided. Not when I decided, like when it did happen that I became a father, everything sort of switched for me, man. Like before before I had kids, dude, like um, I was living at my auntie's house, man. I was living off royalty checks. I was living off shows. And, uh, you know, like I had sponsorships, heaps of shit, man. And, and I wasn't really like I was off and on with work. And I wasn't just I, – I didn't have my shit together, to be honest. Um, and so like coming over here, becoming a father and having to get my shit together, sort of, sort of just changed things. Yeah. Yeah. Like it sort of put that at the forefront of, um, of me, you know, me and my music career. That's fair enough though. I mean, the creative arts yeah. is a very, very hard industry, very hard industry. Oh, dude, for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you don't know when your next paycheck's coming through sort of thing it's all oh, it is man and like especially being from NZ like I wasn't I wasn't a, um 
like, you know, like I had radio play, I had videos out here and there. I was more sort of well-known within the industry, sort of within the underground scene and, and uh, you know, through word of mouth sort of thing. It wasn't like, I wasn't no fucking scribe or, or Jay Williams or anything, bro. Like, it wasn't crazy, crazy money, but it was enough to live on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So are you? So you're still doing writing and stuff now when you get the chance, or is that kind of just like? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck. Always, bro. Yep. Always, man. For for anyone that thinks my pen isn't sharp, bro, it's it's it's, it's a, <laughs> the samurai sword is as sharp as it's ever been. Good man. But Good um, man. like I'm still making music. I'm actually, I'm actually just, I've just got to set up now, and I'm just trying to get back into it. Um. And just sort of locate a spot in the house, you know. You got to always have your little room, little studio room in there. Yeah. And um, I'm just trying to get back into that buzz, you know, like before I had the kids and that. Yeah. And just try to try to get back into like I'm always writing. End of the day, whether I'm on the phone, whisper rapping into the in, into the phone and shit with the headphones on. Oh, nice. But yeah, like I'm, uh, dude. I'm always doing it. Like uh, I think honestly, like I've probably got about an album's worth of music um, that I just have in the vault. Like, I've just, I've had it in the vault since I've been here, since I've been in Australia. Nice. So what's what's your process of writing? Do you do you get the beat first and then write to it, or do you write and then match the beat to it, or, like, how? Nah, you- my, like my process has changed over time. Um, I do get the beat now, and I write to it, like, specifically. Yeah. Like, I used to be one of those dudes, man, like, just young and hungry, like you just write your raps, you know? You write your raps and then you find a beat and you just put that 16 over that beat. And uh, that's how it used to be back in the day. But I got to the point like um, where every beat was different, you know? Like you have to specifically write to a beat mm. and because every flow and every cadence is different. So, um, I mean, it depends what you want to do, man, for rap. Like for me, I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to up the bar. So I need a beat to write to because you get you get a different feel from every beat. For sure. And um and that's yeah, that's that's my process now. I mean everyone's into the drill shit and everyone's into this and that. But like <laughs> for Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh bro, for me, definitely I'm into the drill, I'm into this. Yeah. But I mean, I was doing that sort of writing. Back in the day, you know, like it all depends on the beat. If you get a drill beat, you're not going to do a, a boom bap rap over a drill beat. You know what I mean? But in hence saying that, you're not going to do like um, just an average sixteen over over this and that. Like it's hard to say, bro. Like for me myself, it's got to work with the beat, and for it to be a, a to be a song. Yeah. yeah. When you do a collab, do you ever hear like the the guest verse, uh, the guest verse from the other MC, and then be like, yeah, oh, yeah. "No, nah, fuck this! I'm rewriting my verse." <laughs> well, I wouldn't know, man. To be honest, like if you if you look at the catalog that I have done, like I, I recently I just put together like sort of like a mixtape just to keep everyone sort of satisfied because I haven't been done shit for a long time now. I haven't put anything out, and um. I put together all the features that I've done with everyone, bro. Like over time, I've been in the New Zealand scene and and with over here as well with some couple of Aussie artists. 
and it was heaps, man. Like I made fucking, it was over 40 songs of features that I'd done. And I was just thinking like fucking whether or not I gave it my all on one song or it all, it all depends on the artist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, um, but I don't know what they do. Cause like if I get a song I, for me, myself, like when I, when I write a feature verse or if it's for me, I never rewrite. Like if it's done, if I write the song and I write the hook, I send it off. For me, when I get their verse, that's done. Whether or not they rewrite, I have heard stories. I don't know, bro. Like, I have heard stories that I sent it off and they rewrite. You know, it's whatever. I mean, end of the day, it's to make a good song. Hey, eh? I, I don't care whether you're trying yeah. to battle me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you ever jump in the battle scene? Would you ever do a battle rap type thing? But it's so funny because, like, I've been following the battle scene since day dot. Um, yeah. And, like, a lot of my friends are battled. And, um, bro, I love it. Like, I've actually been asked a couple times. Um, I think for me, like, I, I, I was getting to the point, bro, like, where I was thinking, like, fuck, right, the music's falling off, you know? Like, oh, shit. Maybe I'll just jump in a battle, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone's thinking that depends, depends week. So I thought, fuck, I'll just do a battle to try and amp it up. But Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man, if it means – if it. If it gets to that point, maybe it will happen. But uh, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. I'm a fan, now. bro. But these, bro. But these news. These these new guys are crazy, bro. Like. Oh yeah. You know, sure, like it's, it's finally at that level, bro. It's finally at that level where I really, really respect it. Because, like, I don't know about you, Reese. Like, you know, bro. You you follow the scene for a long time. You know what it was back in the day. Oh, bro. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, like, the local, it was lo- crazy, you know. The local like, I, know, I know some guys. I know some guys from parties, cuz. Yeah. That'll fucking smoke half of these guys, you know? Like, that I met at, uh, come across at parties. They never rap again in their lives. And you put them in one outs and this and that. And, um, bro, it's, I'd love to. I'd love to eventually, maybe, you know, when my fucking, when I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, well, like. The scene has grown exponentially uh, over the last few yeah. years, man. I mean, and, and shout, um, shout outs to Dila, you know, because he's really helped um, grow that. Oh, yeah, man. You know, sure. got, like Diz there. I mean, Chilla was meant to go in March and they just did that line him up uh, battle thing, which uh, the King of the Dots. Yeah, I, I actually just started there. watching. Um, I actually just started watching the line him up um, battles, bro. Yeah. Just because I'd always see it pop up on the timeline and I was like, sort of like, uh, is this a real. Like how how real can it get for an online battle, you know? So, but dude, I seen some of the talent. That's crazy, man. Like that's the level. Like I I think I saw Bills and I like I, I know D Throne is dope. He's always been. He's an Aussie guy. That. Yeah. Yeah, coming into the coming into the scene, which is crazy. I, I think it's real deal on D Throne now for the is that the finals? Yeah, yep, yeah. and to uh, an American and an Aussie in a New Zealand tournament. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You but know? it's still it's still good for the seat, regardless, you know. Hey, you fucking judges should have gone to more. Nah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, you should have entered, bro. You should have entered. Oh no, nah, no, nah, dude. I got I haven't got time for that, man. You know, like nah. there's so much that goes into to be honest, man, like thinking about it now, bro, that sort of format would be more ideal for me. Yeah, than than, than yeah, a, um in the room battle. 
with everyone around, you know, like with the with the three round verses and that, bro, those sort of sixteen bar, whatever they're doing, sixteen thirty-two's. I, I don't know the format of it. I think it's two minute rounds. So whatever. Yeah, that is, two minutes 64 of sixty-four bars or something. Yeah. Recorded in your garage, whatever. That shit is more appealing to me. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, all, all respect to the judges, bro, because I know all the judges, bro. You know, Ryan, Parks, Vega. Like, those, those dudes are vets, bro. So, you know, like, whatever they've called is what they've called. And and um, and the talent's good, man. Like, I just seen that new dude, Sober, I think it was. Yeah, he's dope, bro. Like, he impressed me, man. I was like, oh, yo, that's the standard, you know? Like, I think everyone was sort of shocked when that when that B team came out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. P-Fac yeah, like, P-Fac, Alenso, JP. For, yeah. Honestly, bro, for, for real. Oh, Vegas, yeah, Vegas another level, man. Like, yeah. I've been I've been in talks with Vega for a long time and and um yeah we we sort of been online friends we never met, really met in person I've been I've been he's another one bro I've been meaning to meet up here in Brizzy but he's been doing his thing and um but I've always respected his pen and the and the fact with Vega is Vega knows so much about New Zealand hip hop history that is just like. I gotta respect it, man. Like he he knew he knew deep shit about me that like the average fan wouldn't know. So when we were just talking, I was like, ah, this this guy, hey, this guy, bro, this guy knows all the fucking those little secret ones. Yeah. Oh, he does his research. But, uh, nah, he's the man, bro. Yeah, exactly, bro. All all, all it takes is do Google.com. Do your Googles, bro. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're starting your own podcast soon, aren't you? That is the plan, bro. Like I've 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 actually done a couple a couple runs. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get it right, man. Like I'm just trying to get a format. Um it, bro, it's so hard, man. I don't I, to be honest, I don't know how you do it, man. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's a lot of things, bro. Like it's it's a lot of things. It's like whether or not I want to have a free-flowing conversation with artists or um whether or not I want to get like my whole, my whole sort of thing with it, like, it's because I, I called it Time to Kill, right? Yeah, Time to Kill. So it's like my whole sort of thing with it was um, just sort of getting, like, your everyday average Joe, man. Like, I wanted to do, like, I wanted to get the bum off the street and just hear a story, you know, mm. and, and have a chat, have a yarn with the dude. But that doesn't work, you know? Like, we're not inviting bums to our house, to the studio, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. and criminals and this and that, you know? <laughs> to have a chat and uh, I sort of got to work around that and, you know, with the family and the work life and yeah, it's just sort of panned out. It's always been the idea, man. Like I've been listening to podcasts since fucking ages ago. Yeah. Like, my little brother put me onto podcasts like years ago. Do you catch, um? Do you, cause you, do you catch public transport to get to work? Cause those are usually. No, no, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good man. man. I, I just work. No, no, I'm not helping there. I just work five minutes, like five, ten minutes down the road from my house. Oh, so. bro, that's that's the sweet life, man. If you're not, if you don't even have to commute, then you're yeah. Good. I think that's when a lot of people you uh, listen to podcasts though is when they've got some long as commute. The funny thing is though, yeah, bro. Like, well, I know you. I know where you're getting at. But every every work I've had, I've always hidden the headphones, bro. I hide the headphones and the earmuffs and shit. Yeah. Like, even if you're not allowed to listen to music, everyone eventually finds out, oh, fuck, Tyson's, oh, he's a rapper, yeah, whatever. 
Like I never tell my bosses anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just fucking I always hide the headphones, bro. And they always think I'm listening to music. But I'm listening to eight hours worth of podcasts, you know? Nice. Like I don't know how many fucking podcasts Joe Rogues has done, but fuck, I've oh. listened to at least nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. He's I think he's uh, done about twelve hundred or fourteen hundred or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm investing in so many podcasts, it's not funny, bro. Like it's crazy. It's amazing how much knowledge you can get from just uh, from just listening to them or watching them. Oh, for sure. Like my biggest thing was like um, I don't know if you heard of heard of a dude called Dan Carlin. Yeah, I have heard of Dan Carlin. He's a guy that he, yeah, he's been on Rogan's podcast and he does uh he does one called Hardcore History. Yeah. Um, and that sort of got me into like the long format. Um, historical podcasts because you know like i i'm always been a fan of um history and and this and that and i mean at school like i i, I pretty much I, I wasn't a bad student bro but I, I left school because of the music shit you know mm. so i never really got to have a plan b or i never really did have one so now being older i'm like fuck i can just listen to this podcast five hours of this guy talking about fucking vikings or fucking Genghis Khan, and like even though it's five hours, I'm I'm in tune with it, you know. Like, and I think um, being being audio, it's it's better for me, bro. Because I've never been a, I, I've never been good at reading books, you know. Like I never, t- I, I, obviously I can fucking read, yeah. But I can never, I can never take it any of the information in. Yeah, and yeah. Now, now, now it's all being audio. It's fucking, bro. It's been the shit. Like, that's awesome. It's though. way more fucking, yeah. Because I think there should be alternatives in terms of like this kind of like one education curriculum, and I think that doesn't fit every kid. You know, some kids just don't learn that way by reading. They, they oh, learn by listening. You know, for sure. So for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the modern day now, I don't know what they what, what do they call the kids now, man. Like, I got a I got a seven year old and a four year old. I don't even know if they'd be called millennials or if I'm a millennial. I don't even know what that is. But um, yeah, I, I think, think I think the teaching I think the teaching system, bro, needs to be changed in order for them to learn better. Like I, I've seen how they've introduced laptops and and tablets and that into schools and that. Which is crazy, bro. Yeah, it's buzzy. It's buzzy. Like, we never had that shit, bro. Ah. We used to fight over trying to get to the computer room, you know? We we're printing out <laughs> Dragon Ball Z pictures, bro, <laughs> at the computer room, you know? Like, And these kids are like, they've got laptops and tablets and shit in the class. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, it needs to move with the times, eh, bro? So. For sure, for sure. How do you um deal with the technology boom and with the way it evolves so quickly and in terms of like raising your kids and stuff. Cause I was just talking to my brother about this the other day in terms of um, yeah. what age he'd let his kid have a cell phone. Uh, at what age he'd let his kid be on social media. Cause you know, it's just, it's a world that we didn't grow up in. Oh, for sure. So trying to navigate it is just, it's, it's yeah, pretty difficult. Man. Um, bro, for me, it's like, with a phone, uh, phones are handy, bro. Like, I don't even use a, like, fuck, you do so much with your Android or your iPhone these days. But it's like, it's it's like even now, like, dude, I just bought a new lappy and, like, I don't even know how to use the laptop how I used to use it back in the day because mm. 
I do so much of the, my work on a phone. So it's like where it comes is to my kids, I said to it, then they're never going to be ready. Like until they're ready mindset wise, then they can get a phone. Like they, you don't need a phone, bro. Like half of the time I'm, 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 I'm getting angry at these guys because they're playing on their, their tablets for too long. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, it's sort of the old, it's sort of the old school way of me, bro. Like I don't like them having too much video time. Like they're only allowed the only social media. I don't know if it's social media, but they're allowed on their TikTok for a bit, you know. But I don't know how much of that is like, what is that, you know? Like, fuck. yeah, that's right. We just heard they're trying to ban TikTok, so yeah. Well, apparently it's it's China use it as a data surveillance system. That's why they're basically yeah, collecting sure. all I mean, your data when you use it. So. It's dude, pretty dodgy. They're, they're doing that on every other app. Yeah, that's like right. I remember that. I remember that fucking. Remember that um the old time app. They're like, oh, put your old face and it turns you into like what you look like when you're a grandfather. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Bro, next minute, next minute, the Russians are fucking. The Russians made that app. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they're getting everyone's data. Like I, for me, I don't understand why you got to get an app. Like you, bro, you can get any sort of app, and it's like, oh, you allow the location. You allow, like, why would you need to, uh, access to the photos? Why would you need access to my videos? You know, like nobody ever reads the fine print. No, they of don't. any of these apps, we just click yes or no. <laughs> it's like <laughs> too lazy. Bro. Like, exactly, lazy. bro. Yeah, like, bro, I didn't even read half, the, the couple of the music contracts I got. You know, like nobody reads that shit. Bro. Yeah. Oh, did you ever get a? Did you ever have a lawyer read over anything with, that you were going to sign or get somebody else? <laughs> Or were you just like, oh no, nah, all good. I'm signed to. Uh, no, you know what, man? I like. I never really got offered a crazy any crazy contracts, bro. Yeah. Like, um, the only one I sort of did get was from um when I was with Breaking Rick. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know for the listeners, like, if they know about Breaking Records. Um, I was 18 years old when I signed to them. And I was just fucking happy to be on the label, bro. Like, I couldn't believe that I got asked to be on that label. Um, and I and I trusted Siphonetic, bro. You know, like, I trusted these people. And there was there's no bad blood, like, within me saying this. There was nothing from it. Um, but ever since then, like, whatever venture I did have, I try to say no contract, you know? Like, I try to go off of, like, a loyalty-based thing, bro. Like, I do for you what you do for me. And... Um, yeah, I haven't signed fuck all contracts to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but that's working for you—the whole loyalty thing. I suppose you'd get a, you'd from being in the game for so long, you kind of get a, a reasonable idea of someone who's dodgy as opposed to someone who isn't. Yeah, man. I mean, the New Zealand scene's so small, bro. Like, where it gets around so fast. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you go knocking at their door, be like, bruh. Yeah, fuck, bro. I'm my money, man. Yeah. yeah. Like the biggest thing for me was when I when I was sort of like when Breaking Rick was um sort of finishing and I was like in my early twenties and it was sort of me going to where am I gonna go from here, you know? Um and then with the, there's only so many labels like with MTC, illegal music, this and that, blah blah blah, you know. Um and that was the only point where I was like, fuck, what what, what do I do? Even when I went to illegal, man, like it wasn't, there was no contract signed. Like a lot of people think, oh, bro, he signed his life away. Like, nah, bro, I didn't sign nothing. How long was like, it? Was it like a, just one page? 
because some of those contracts are long. I mean, I used to oh, write bro, some of them are crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I used to write yeah. music contracts. Um, yeah. Because I kind of studied a bit a bit of um, copyright law within New Zealand in regards yeah, yeah, to for audio. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote these contracts and sold them to um, clients to just so they could protect their their work, really. And I think yeah. mine were about two two pages, three pages. But even yeah, I think it was yeah, I think the long like yeah, it would have been about three pages, bro. Yeah, yeah. But some of that legal yeah. legal talk is like, bro, you might as well be speaking another language, eh? You're like reading it like y'all. Yeah, man, well, they like to saying. they like to talk loops around things, eh? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I did when I got older. I I, I had a read through like uh, you, you know you get sponsorship contracts here and there, and I have a read through them. Yeah. Mm. Was what it was, you know, talking a bit of jargon, bro. But um, it, it's a business, bro. It's a business, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. They gotta fucking, they gotta hold someone down for whatever sort of time. So you can't put it, you know. It's it's up to the person to um. Bro, for me, I like I never got a lawyer because, bro, I, I was always thinking in the back of my mind, like, bro, I was, I'm a broke cunt from South Auckland, bro. Like, how how much is it gonna cost for me to get a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You know, like, yeah, so that was always the the, the sideline thinking of it, but um, yeah. yeah, I just never worked off that sort of format, bro. Like, I'd always just done songs for like, bro, like a beat maker, right? You give me a beat, I'll give you a verse, bro, and yeah. that's how we do things, you know. For it's sure. sort of like the uh, I don't know what what is that the barter, the, the, yeah, the the, the, the barter days, man, you know. But did you so when you like back in the younger days when you were first when you first really got into the game and you first got signed did was there anybody you kind of approached for advice like because you know a lot of cats I mean even yeah. like you know like you know Mareko and Savage and and like Jay Williams and all those guys and um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure but like was there anyone you approached and were like hey man like what do I do. Or was it just kind of a learning as you as you went? Were there any mentors for you? I guess. Bro, to be honest, to simplify I, it, I really didn't approach anyone unless it was. It wasn't anything like for uh, business wise, bro. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, I'd always approach people for other things, you know. Like, um, I was fortunate enough to have like um, idols. That I grew up with, like um, Rex and Sav, and like you know, like getting onto Breaking Rick and I had Cyphernetic. Like for for me, Cyphernetic probably gave me the most gave me the most knowledge, bro. Like on the whole scene, like he was um, he was on like where it comes to you heard of tribalism, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And obviously that that comes into the game of like the music industry and this and that. And he got me onto a real early man. Like he got, I think it would have been like 1920. He's trying to tell me about this is where it's going to go. You need to have the core fan base and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, fuck, bro, what are you talking about, bro? I'm trying to make fucking smash hits, bro. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I just never, I, I never knew them, bro. I never knew. Um, I never knew the foresight that he had for, what it was going to become, but I never approached anyone business-wise because I sort of was always intertwined with everyone anyway, you know, like I did, um, 
when I was when I was like 15, 16, I was on the on the Dawn Raid Entertainment um straight from the streets course, you know. I was with them doing that. And I sort of which is weird, like which is bad on my part. Like I, I sort of entrusted into these elders to lead us in the right way, you know? Yeah. Which is like uh which is a good and a bad thing. I don't know, you know. Was there any piece of advice specifically that Siphonetic gave you that really, really stuck with you? Oh, man, there's so much, man. I can't think of anything off the top, but there's so much advice that he did give me um, sort of on my departure from him, mm. which is like, which is it correlates to everything that's happening now. Like when I talk about the tribalism of like, uh, the music, so he even got, he, like he even got me into like the the fact of like the game is heading into the singles game. You know, it's not about your mixtapes, this and that. It's going to be all about streaming soon, bro. And this is like fucking. This is like two thousand and like uh, maybe two thousand and seven, bro. Like he was on this shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, and so he was a hit so of the game. Hard yeah, he was always a hard of the game because a hit of the game. Sorry, because. He was um, he was self-taught, you know what I mean? Like, he fucking, he did all his research himself because he had to run a label independently. But no one was sort of doing it like what he was doing back in the day. Like, like the bro, you look back at the Breaking Rig roster, bro, it's pretty untouchable back in the day. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. And, and, and I look at it like now, like sort of sad of what it could have become, you know? Because I notice a lot with a lot with the uh, rappers nowadays in New Zealand, at least, like a lot mm. of them, you know, they they kind of lone wolves and they're not very business savvy, and it's yeah. all about shitting on everyone else. Like fuck you, yeah, yeah. I'm the man. Like nobody nobody helps each other. I mean, even that in that bars now page, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah, bars now, bro. Shout yeah. to bars now. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. Bro, you guys, bro. Man, don't get me started on bars now. Fucking hell. <laughs> These guys, eh? Hey, fucking, uh, yeah. Well, they don't we know. Got some, uh, yeah, they don't know anything about yeah, the history yeah, sorry, or anything. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. It's They just don't know anything about the history or don't know who who came before them or anything. Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for me, man, like, I had to get to know the history of, like, American hip hop. Because I was I was in that culture, you know. So I was I was of the era that when we had the fifty six k fucking what was it the internet, bro. I was oh, of that yeah. new dial era. Up. Dial up, yeah. dial up, bro. <laughs> I was hiding the phone in my in my room. You know, I had the long extension cord from fucking from the lounge or from the kitchen all the way to the room. Yeah, so it's dialing up and I'm trying to muzzle it, you know. My mum doesn't even know what she's paid for, bro. <laughs> like, mum, you got to get this because it's the fucking new shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've come from the era where I've had to move with the times and and being a student of the culture, bro, like, for me, it's up to the individual. Like, you either want to know about it or you don't. Like, fucking... Well, I always wanted to know fucking about where it came from, you know? Like, I was a fan of the Decepticons. I was a fan of Shafu. I, I was a fan of all these. Like, I even go so far to, like, 
I went back looking at Sisters of Underground, mm. you know, King Caps, fucking uh, Upper Heart Posse. Whether or not I liked their music or not was a d- different story because at, at the time I was influenced by fucking New York shit. I was influenced by Nas and that. I was like, ah, fuck, this shit is trash. But you still have to do your homework and you still have to pay respects, you know? And these new guys, bro, they're like, like, fuck, I posted up one song. They're like, fuck, who's this guy? Like, half, half of the people don't even know that my old alias used to be Chronicle, you know? Like, if it, there's, I went and saw a song the other day, of a song that I did on the Dawn Raid, um, Straight From The Streets compilation, bro, when I, when I did South Auckland Anthem. And it's got like, fuck, bro, it's almost got over a million views. A South Auckland anthem, it's got all this gang fucking shit on it. And they're doing yeah. all these like little um, video edits of this, of all the gangs. And they're playing my song in the background. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I haven't even got a million views on my own videos. And half of the cunts are there. They don't even know that that guy Chronicle is me. Like, when I change my name, like, because did- half of the people don't, they've never done their history, you know? Why did you change your name? Um, I just grew out of it, bro. Yeah. You know, like it was a, it was a fucking, it was an old name. Like when I made the rap name, it was like, I, I, I come from graffiti, bro. I come from tagging days and I made, I would have made fucking 10 tagging names in a, in a month. So I was constantly changing a name and, and Chronicle just sort of stuck with it, you know? I was back on that when I was listening to Dre or when I was trying to be fucking Dr. Dre because yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, fuck, Chronic, bro, the Chronicle, you know, I was trying to, oh, he's the man. And I sort of just stuck with it. And then I started gaining a bit of, a bit of push and I was like, oh, shit, starting to move. So I was like, fuck, can't really change it. Until I got a breaking wreck and now, like, you know, I sort of grew out of it. And, and now Nedek was the guy that talked to me. He was like, dude, like, if you want to reinvent yourself, like, think of a name. I couldn't think of a name. And he was like, bro, what's your last name? I was like, Tyler. And he's like, bro, aren't you Fijian? I was like, yeah. He's like, bro, this sounds like a fucking made up name. I was like, yeah, but it's my real name. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, bro, roll with fucking Tyson Tyler. I was like, ah, okay, sweet. And so that's sort of where it went from. I was like, fuck, real name, no gimmicks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even when I came in the scene and started getting songs on the radio, bro, everyone thought I was like a white dude. Like the new song from Tyson Tyler. Yeah, like uh, he's this fucking white guy from Rewa. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm I'm sure you sorted that out. Did you ever like? Did people ever come come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, I'm a big fan of your music." Like, did you start getting a bit of the fame stuff where you couldn't walk the street because there was a uh, period of time where you were like, like, like you hit that peak. Yeah, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like. I always wanted it back in the day, and when it did happen, it fucking happened like it, it, it happened in the hood straight away. Like um, instantaneous. Bro, you'd go anywhere. Like I didn't even go to the bakery, bro, and they were like, "Oh, bro, what's up, bro? Ty Tyler." Like they started calling me Ty Tyler. Where it's like, oh, "Bro, what's the school of you, can?" <laughs> and they were calling me by the full name. Yeah, yeah. But the funniest one was when, like, I'd be in the hood, like. Where the laundry mat, for instance, right? I'd be with my old lady, and then they'd come up and they'd be like, um, "Oh, Tyson Tyler's mum," <laughs> like, oh. bro, calling my mum like Tyson Tyler's mum. Um, yeah. Bro, where's uh, oh, bro? 
Like, come on, bro. I'm right here, G. Like, fuck. Yeah. It was just funny, bro, just seeing the, the change of that. But it never got to me, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. Fucking, uh, you know, the, the head got a little bit bigger. I was like, oh. Yeah. But, yeah, it sort of – it was what it was. I was sort of in the in the scene anyway, like in the city, always trying to be involved in everything. So um, I think when I got more noticed in the uh, music scene away from, like – the hood was where I was like, like I'd sort of try to keep it humble and down. I was like, bro, but like think like, um, I think for instance, like when Machu from three, uh, was it 660, man? Like I wasn't even a big fan of 660, bro. And I saw him one night, we we're all fucking, everyone's jumping on couches, wine bottles and shit and, and some VIP club. Yeah. The dude comes out and he's, and he's reciting my lyrics, bro from a song and he's like, yo, what's up, man? He's like Tyson Tyler. And I was like, bro, my cousin hit me up. He's like, bro, that's fucking the lead singer from 660, bro. And I'm like, who? 360. And they're like, no, no, bro, that's 660. You know, like, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I was that much ingrained in hip hop, bro. I'm, I was waiting for the acknowledgement from my, from the hip hop community. That I was like, oh, fuck. I wasn't worried about what was going on the, in, in the bigger scene. Yeah, but uh, to get that from him was was pretty crazy, man. Like, fucking, you know, we've we've all seen what they've done. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, I think for a lot of people, respect is the number one currency when it comes to hip hop. So that's the number one thing you want. Well, you think that's what yeah. people want, and and that other oh, stuff, sure. yeah, and that other stuff comes second. And then obviously you get people mm. like Tom Francis who kind of buy their fame as opposed to earning it the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's funny It's funny you brought up his name, man. Um, I, I actually thought you were going to say Tom Scott. Nah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nah, fucking, um, that Tom Francis dude, man. Like, I think I, I made it sort of clear on social media about him. Like, he hit me up. He hit me up fucking 2015, I think it would have been, when I was in, living in Australia. And he's like, bro, I, I got six beats for you. So he sends me six beats, right? And I'm like, oh, bro, these are fire. So I don't know who the fuck Tom Francis is, bro. I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, I don't know who he is, you know? I'm thinking he's a beat maker. Yeah. You're sending me beats, mate. So I've got to give it to him, though. The way he did it was fucking, it was pretty good, all right? Yeah. So I get the beat. Okay. I start, I, I choose a couple of beats and I'm like, bro, I, I wrote to one of the beats. And he goes, oh, bro, young Sid's already written to that beat. I said, oh, oh, I, 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 sorry, bro. I go, well, so what do you want to do? Like, we'll hit Sid up, you know, like we'll work something out. You know, Sid's a friend of mine. He's, uh, you know, established artist. He's the, he's the man, bro. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not we do the song together. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll do the song together, but it's my song, bro. Oh, it's your song. Oh, you're making the beat or like, you know, it turns to those ones? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm a, I'm an artist, bro. I'm a rapper. Oh, okay. Okay, sweet. Oh, no, sweet ass. You know, like I've been away from the local scene so long. I thought, fuck, this, this must be the new guy, bro. He's got young Sid. He's got a fucking, bro, he's going to get Ty Tyler on the song. Yeah, oh, was the shit. Yeah. I go, bro, I'm not going to lie, cuz. I go and I go, okay, where's your songs at, bro? I'll go to YouTube, Tom Francis. Check the cunt out, eh? Oh, bro. 
I was blown away of how this guy is, was fucking so trash. I couldn't believe it, bro. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So I said, so I charged him. I said, fuck, you want me on a song? I'm going to charge you a fee, bro. Yeah. Like, like I would have done to any person at the time. I was getting heaps of features. I was charging this person here and there, or whether or not it was a friend, we'll do it for free, you know? Mm. It's, still, it's still our bread and butter, bro. So um, in the day, he goes, no, no, no. He turned it down. He goes, no, nah, bro, I'm not paying for that. I was like, oh, oh, the man. The man. I said, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So I think, I don't know if he ended up pulling out the song with him and Sid. Um, I'm not sure. Whether or not he paid Sid, bro, it would have been, uh, I don't know, man. But yeah, I just told him, I said, dude, this is trash, bro. Like, fucking, like, unless you got fucking, unless we're talking above the hundies, we're talking about a K, I need a K of verse, bro. Yeah, yeah. For this shit. Unless, or, or just give me the beat, you know, because the song that I wrote to it, bro, was like, because I was at, at the time, I was trying to really chase a, um, I was trying to chase a follow up radio hit. This is me in the time of like, oh, bro, I need to get a hit, you know? Like, you know, I got into those modes of like, uh, I need to get a hit for bro. My, my, my fan flavor, they're waiting, they're waiting for that new hit. Yeah, yeah. And it was dope, bro. It was a dope song. But, um, yeah, just, it never, it never panned out to what it was, you know, because he was, he was too cool of a guy, bro. Well, and then we all seen what happened with him. Yeah, Look well, at this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, that beat that he gave you, probably he didn't even make it, bro. He probably stole it from someone else and then tried to take it. You know it. what, bro? It was probably a YouTube beat. It was that fire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. For sure. So Yeah, uh, what, are you, what, what are your thoughts, bro? Like, uh, on, Tom, on, guy, hey. on Tom Francis. Yeah, oh, bro, I seen he had that dude. Uh, what's his name? Dills or Dylan or something? Yeah, Dills. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know the full story, but so he went through a, a pretty long court case with Tom. It was, yeah. It, yeah. It hit mainstream, was on stuff, New Zealand Herald, everything. Like it was pretty mainstream. He basically tried to rip off Dills uh, yeah. to summarize it in short. Um, but basically Dills was smart enough to know, even though they didn't sign a contract, there was, there was uh, discussion through email and Facebook messages as far as I know. And so, but Dills, yeah, won yeah. The, Dills won the court case. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, he won the court case. Um, but you know, uh, he he still hasn't gotten his money back from from Tom, as far as I know. Oh, I still got no money from it. Well, I think he won uh, he won a small portion, but that's not that doesn't cover the amount that he gave to the guy. I mean, he gave him thousands of dollars because he was supposed to his um, yeah, black yeah. market enterprise was supposed to promote his album. And everything, but it turned out to be utter bullshit. And anyway, like I ended up being involved. Yeah, because... I mean, I mean... Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like... yeah. How how how'd you get involved? Well, because I had deals on my show. Um, I got <gasps> a com- I had I I got a complaint from YouTube saying, uh, there's been a complaint filed against the podcast that I did with Dills, and they wanted to take it down." I was like, "What the fuck for?" Yeah. Like, like everything that Dill said on the podcast was public knowledge. Like I wasn't like breaching any confidential contract or any any personal information. And so like I yeah. had to email like, bro, I was so mad. I was so mad that I wrote a diss track to Tom Francis and everything, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna release Maybe it. The man, the man grabbed his pen. <laughs> the man grabbed the sword. He fucking. <laughs> It was ready to go. Yeah, it was ready to go, man, because I was going to release it and stuff. And then, um, 
you know, there was just because of the podcast and stuff. And I don't just have hip hop people on here. So there was a few people yeah, that yeah, were, yeah. were like, nah, we're not going to come on your show if you're going around like this. Oh, bro, I've seen, I've seen the, the guests you have on your podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, if, if it was a hip hop show, like I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to diss yeah, you. You're going to keep it cool, man. Like, yeah, that's the thing, bro. Yeah. yeah. But there's a part you, of me you that just. The hip hop category, eh? Because yeah. like, you got fucking. Yeah. Well, because uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> Carlos X, uh, you know Carlos, eh? The you know flying PTM, bro. Yeah. Um, because he he was like, bro, just release it, bro, or just release it to me. Just just send me the the song. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah so, Carlos. Bro. Yeah, bro. Man. Bro, he's got bars, bro. Guys, guys, I was impressed, bro. Um, I tell you what, man, I didn't even know that dude was Fijian, bro. I was thinking, fuck, bro. When I saw the pod, I was like, yes, <laughs> I was like, fuck, bro, about time, about time we had someone in the MMA community, bro, from fucking, you know, like, bro, there's only heaps of Fijian dudes that'll fucking fly like that, you know, like, yeah, bro, but they and, don't get- and he's well spoken, bro, he's well spoken, he's articulate, he's he's a funny dude, he's got awesome personality. Bro, after that podcast, I tell you, I tell you no lie. I went straight to Facebook. I added the guy. Oh, hey, did you? Let's be friends, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this guy. You know? Did he accept? Oh, I, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, good man. He's I, good, I, I, he's good I don't dude, think bro. he fucking knows who I am. But I'm like, hey, Tangani, what's up, bro? Oh, well, educated because he's one of those dudes that I had on my show, and then uh, mm. we kind of became boys afterwards. Like he's like, yeah, he's, he looks like a dude, bro. Nah, he's a he's a good dude, man. Because there's some people I ask to come on the show, and like I don't get anything yeah. back, like no response or like nah, not interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he was like, yeah, man, I'm game, and and so yeah, that's why I've had him on twice. You know, he's because he's a good dude. And yeah, um, he, he he'd be cool as a, like a um what what would you call it like a regular guest? Yeah, there, regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually thought I'm like yeah, like every six months, I think I might I might get him on or something. Um, yeah, because when I saw the, because um, I watched the first one, I was like, oh, well, this is shit. And then I watched his fights, and I was like, because I've been to heaps of those King of the Rings. Yeah. And I missed out on his ones, and I was like, oh, fuck the man, bro. And um, so I watched that one, I was like, added him up. And uh, I thought, fuck, I'm going to make some music for this guy, hey. But then I didn't know he rapped. I was like, I know you guys were talking about it. And yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Hey, Carlos, bro, there's only one Fijian rapper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. He, that second time he came on and he spit those bars at the end, bro. I was like, bro, this oh, is yeah, bro. a lot of the dudes. Yeah, I'm like, he's not even a rapper and he's better than a lot of these rappers out. I'm like, bro. Because I'm I'm thinking, I've been thinking of moving there. I'm like, oh, do I want to move to Brisbane? I was reading up some, bro. I was reading some pros and cons bro. about the city. But um, oh, the cons, I was Honestly, like, they're not even cons. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like those come to Brisbane guys. Right. Come to Brisbane, brother. Like, out of all the places, minus these two fucking African girls are, you know, like, off the thing. But minus these two ladies, or three now that they found. Well, they're not even from been... Brisbane. They're not even from Brisbane. They're from Victoria, aren't they? No, 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 no. They're from Brisbane. Oh, they are? Oh. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, one of them just lives up the road from where I stay. Oh my god! So the schools got closed down, um, everything. 
It would have been all right if you, bro, I understand lying about fucking, you know, all the criminal friends that I have and the lies that we have told in the in the past and the future, whatever, you know? Yeah. Minus that, it would have been all right if you didn't go down and you fucking partied with everyone in Melbourne at that illegal party and then you didn't get caught lying because you're down there stealing handbags, you know? Yeah. Like, and then they come up here like, fuck, bro, just relax, stay at home. But fuck, I had the list. I actually had the list, bro. I was going to bring it on the podcast. I got my boss to print out the list at work last night. Yeah, yeah. And I said, fuck, I'm bringing that up, bro. I'm going to call out the list. And we've got fucking 12 locations of where these girls have been, you know? Yeah. I saw the list, like, actually. So many different places. Yeah, yeah, you, know, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Fuck. It's amazing to me, like, this pandemic is just made me lose a bit of faith in humanity man like the stupidity of people and the sheer selfish yeah. selfishness of people is just crazy to me i'm just like come yeah. on man like seriously bro i'm not gonna lie man like and when it first came up i was really trying to keep it fucking because of the kids you know like um and, and, and as for myself you know I'm, fuck, I'm not the healthiest guy out you know um but I'm out. I'm healthy enough to fucking live for the family, and uh, and what what it was was like it was such a small ratio of people that had it in Queensland that these guys had done it, and they just fucking killed the whole state. Yeah, they killed everything. That, the the work that has been done here, you know. I was like, fuck, bro. I couldn't believe it, cause. Well, yeah, because it was supposed to be a trans Tasman bubble, you know, between New Zealand and Australia, and yeah, yeah. that's not happening now. Like, no way is that happening now. I mean, I know Winston Peters has talked about opening us up with Tasmania, but I don't think... Oh, shit. Winston. Winnie. That's my man, bro. <laughs> bro, that... Well, my, grand, my, my, my granddad was a Winston Winston fan, eh? Real? Yeah, I know a few Winnie fans, eh? Like, people are... It's funny, every election... Oh, he's just old school, bro. He's old school, you know? Old school. yeah, yeah. yeah. People keep writing him off yeah. every election, and every every election he makes it in. So I'm just yeah. like, bro, I don't ever count him out, man. Honestly, did Even you have the- um? Did you have you had your center on here? No, nah, yeah. man, she's 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 very hard to get on, bro, and, and oh, rightly bro. so. She's the, like, oh. she's the prime minister, man. Like she's busy as hell, and obviously, like uh, obviously, I'd love to. I feel like it. I feel like she needs to be on this platform because I did hear her on um I think Louis Nux and Tourette's. You know Louis Nux and Tourette's, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I know they got a podcast as well, and I think that's what I confused it with. I think they had her on there. Do you know how long for? Was it like? Right, it was, I think it was actually before she became prime minister. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, they had her in the prime the prime time of fucking her trying to you know yeah her yeah. trying to sell her goods. Um, you know, lack of a better term, but fuck. Yeah, man, I feel like your platform would be good for her, bro. Just ask her some questions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very too, too busy now, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did ask her sometime last year, and she's and that her PA pretty much said, "Look, she's not going to be available for like a year and a half. Like that's how yeah. far in advance they book her out." I'm like, "Damn!" But that's like, great. yeah, and that was before COVID. So you know, I mean, she's she's obviously doesn't have that much spare time, and when she does have that spare time, she probably wants to spend it. As expected, though, eh? Like. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna argue with case? Oh, well, she's booked a year and a half. Nah, nah, come on, man. She's got you know, like, bro, it's a fucking prime minister. 
Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, that doesn't mean that I'll give up, like, trying to get her on again at some point. I mean, one of the cool things I'll say is there are some people I reach out to, bro, and I never get a response. I don't hear anything. I don't know if they even got it or it just got filtered out or whatever. But at least with her, like, I got a response. I don't even care if people say no. It's just when I don't hear anything because then I'm like, well, did you get the email? Did you not get it? Did you filter it out? Like, what the... I don't know. Like that's the that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing, and I'm like, oh, do I even bother trying to reach out to you again? Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. No, at least you try, man. I fucking I respect it, eh? Like, I'm just glad there's a there's a person doing this type of show on that on that platform. Like being like I said before, being a fucking avid listener of podcasts, and like it was always audio, bro. Now it's the whole video thing, you know. Like for me, fucking. Bro, I, I never was a fan of even doing my own music videos, bro, you know? Like, I fucking, I've, uh, I don't know, what they call it mental issues, this and that. Like, I've always been anxious of, of uh, going out to do gigs and uh, even going out to the town and, and little things like that, you know? Like, I didn't even want to be on fucking film half of the time, you know? Hence why I got to have a bit of Dutch courage, but. But uh, when I get in that space, then I can then I can talk, you know. So, so you know, that's. I know. Had uh, you had uh, was it King Cass on? Yeah, bro, he's an interesting dude. Yeah, bro. that was a bro. I tell you what, that was a crazy app, man. Like, um, I was actually listening to it. And I was thinking, fuck, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can give that amount of energy, bro. <laughs> bro, it's like he had ten Red Bulls before he came on or something, man. Like. I, uh, there's some times where, right. like, I guess I'm not prepared enough, and maybe like he, I'd like I knew what he was like, but like it kind of caught me a bit off guard. I was like, oh shit, and it's yeah, really yeah. a bit off my game because he's so, like, one minute he's happy, then he's sad, and then he's angry, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try and steer this conversation somehow. And um, yeah, was- yeah, yeah. Some sometimes it sometimes. Points, bro, I was sort of like he took over the fucking podcast. I thought, and I was thinking, fuck this guy. It's crazy. Like he sort of turned it into his own thing, which is like, well, that's if I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that, bro. I mean, the show's not really about me. I mean, the um, I try yeah, to make yeah. it about the guests as much as possible. Um, but it just it, every guest is different. I mean, there's some guests I've had on, bro, and they're terrible, bro. They don't even talk, oh. and I'm like, why the fuck are you even on here? Like, yeah. And then I have to end up talking about myself and feel like some narcissist yeah, yeah, yeah. vain vain guy because I'm like, well, I have to talk about myself for an hour because, you know, you don't want to talk, so I guess I'll talk, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Bro, like, my whole thing was too, like, I never, like, I'll tell you what, getting into this podcast game, bro, and list, just listening to podcasts, it's a total different thing when you're when you're trying to run a podcast, you know? Like, um, I've had fucking, I've got like probably fucking seven episodes, bro, ready to drop. But the thing is, like, I'm interviewing, it's not even an interview, it's just a yarn, bro. You know, it's just a talk with friends and family and this and that. And sort of went, you know, when a bit of alcohol is involved and a bit of this and that, you know, like, yeah, my yeah. whole thing is do what you want to do. Like, I don't know, yeah, someone's smoking cigarettes, sipping beers and shit, you know, I would have worn sunglasses. On your podcast, you know, this is the Kiwi Talks first. But um, the, the main thing is to make the person comfortable, eh? Yeah, for sure. That's that's what it is. And when I had, when I, 
when I sort of found myself doing it, bro, I was like, fuck, we just started bringing up shit from the past and, like, it wasn't even relevant to the listener, you know? I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't even know if they want to hear about some of the shit that we're talking about, like, so it's sort of like, bro, I, I got to give you kudos for that, man, for doing doing what you do, you know? Like, for me, I don't really know much, much about your history. That's uh, sort of what you've done, bro. You sort of just popped up for me, um, and just fucking it was automatic respect, bro. I was like, fuck, because of the I think because of the way you fucking handled yourself, you know, because of the way you did things. Oh, well, cheers for that, bro. I much appreciated coming from you, man. I mean, I kind of, I kind of had an idea what I wanted to do when I first started it, but it's one of those things as it goes on, you kind of just kind of see where it's going and you you adjust yeah. as need be but um i never wanted to be pigeonholed because my only concern was like i know a lot of hip-hop dudes and i was i was yeah. worried that i might get pigeon uh pigeonholed into just hip-hop guests or only the base that would listen to it would be hip-hop guests and then i was like yeah, yeah. Sure. um that was the thing i was worried about but it seems to have just kind of gone this different direction which is cool I mean, I, I wanted to originally keep it studio-based just because um, the quality of the audio and the video is better, but COVID-19 has just changed the game anyway, so you just kind of have to adapt, bro. If you think of, like, yeah, Kodak, right? They were, like, the kings when it came to, like, digital photography and stuff, and then they didn't adapt, yeah, for sure. and now they're obsolete, bro. So you just exactly, got to change with the times, bro, just like a lot of rappers do, you know? Like you do yeah, drills. Bro, I, still got, I still got those. Uh, remember those fucking Kodak cameras? You yeah, get from the supermarket. Like, yeah, yeah. The the the. Bro, the I don't know how up. many. Yeah. Dude, I don't know how many cameras I've got. This, oh, that's a disposable cameras. Yeah, yeah, the disposable cameras. Yeah. I got a box full of disposable cameras somewhere. Of like fucking. Bro, we even. I remember taking disposable cameras and taking shots of people in the Source magazine. Like to make a <laughs> like to get a photo out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a hard out fan, eh? Like to try to like, bro. I got him on photo G. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Eh? <laughs> but now it's um, bro. It is what is you, you like you said, bro. You can't pigeonhole yourself into just hip hop because it's fucking bigger than that, man. Well, and also- I suppose the guests, bro, the guests that you did have, like, different story if it's called Kiwi hip hop talk you know yeah yeah well that's right i'm starting to sound like a fucking australian eh? oh this guy this fucking australian guy. well you are aussie at heart bro i mean you're born there uh, so. aussie at heart. Like, come yeah, on yeah, yeah 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 bro you know hey speaking of that bro you know what my ultimate fucking thing was right like my plan was right was like okay yeah south Auckland raised you know, I lived there 20 fucking years, bro. I did everything through there, went to school, everything. Got, you know, went through the School of Hard Knocks in South Auckland, Rewa. And I thought, fuck, I'm going to come back to Aussie. And then the plan is to, to take the fame from over there or or the um, the accolades that I had from New Zealand hip-hop. I'm going to come to Australian hip-hop and I'm going to fucking tell them that I was born here and I'm the new guy and I'm, and I'm ready to take it over, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And none of that shit ever happened, bro. Like, I did one song called Uncivil War and where I sort of called out all the old heads, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it never happened. And, and, bro, just this whole new drill scene is just fucking taking over, which is dope, man, which is dope. But, fuck, it's not going to last long. 
Oh, everyone's already bored of the shit, you know? Oh, I'm bored of it. I'm totally oh, bored of it because because a lot of it sounds the same, bro. That's that's the problem. Oh, a lot of these new dudes, they don't have a very um, a particular sound, like a distinctive sound. Yeah, I think of the old school dudes, you know, like Park, Nas, you know, Cool yeah. uh, G Rap, the those dudes. Um, mm. You know, mm. even the even yeah. even newer ones like Drake and Kendrick. You know, they have a distinctive yeah. sound, but a lot of these other dudes yeah, don't. Man. Yeah. I think also like because I was into the drill scene real early, bro. Like the the UK drill scene, and um, I know with this new Brooklyn drill scene and fucking now we got the Aussie drill scene. It's like people don't even know the history of that, bro. Like you don't you don't know how need to know the history of just fucking hip hop. Like I don't expect you to know who fucking Cool G rappers, Rakim, fucking uh, Cool Herc and all them. Bro, you don't need to go that far. Bro, half of these guys are just trying to sound like the Australian drill. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, that's their history, you know? Yeah. You know? Oh, bro, it's fucking... Want to come up with the shakes? Oh, fucking stop, mate. <laughs> so do you uh, do you have a, a dream collab? Is there, like, one collaboration you'd want to do? Like, one collaboration? Ooh. Um, Man... I think if you asked the old Tyson Tyler, like the young Tyson Tyler, it would have been Dr. Dre, bro. Like, I was such a respect. fan of him. Yeah, bro, he's until, the until I grew up and we witnessed, you know, some of the best go through that rank and just become writers. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like Joel Ortiz and that, man. Like, dude, they all got shelved. So, um, I don't know, man, for me, I actually did, I got to do a lot of, Collabs like uh, one of these, like Mob Deep, Brian actually did a song with Tragedy Gaddafi, which was close enough to Mob Deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, so I done one with him. I done one with fucking Ill Bill. I've been on songs with a lot of cats that would have been dreams to me back then. But Brian, come to think of it now, bro, I don't know how far you can dream of it. Like, I'm not gonna be a eat ass and say and say fucking I wouldn't love a song with Drake. You know, mm. well, I'd love to get on a song with that motherfucker and do whatever, man. Mandem, mandem. You know, like, <laughs> well, bro, you could probably outright Drake, bro. I reckon you got oh, harder bro. bars than Drake. Drake's, 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 Drake's a, he's a singer slash rapper as opposed to a rapper slash singer. You know, like Bone Thugs yeah. were like, uh, singers. Well, I don't know. Actually, they're rappers slash singers, I would say. But, yeah, like, yeah I mean, yeah, but Drake's also not, harmonizers, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. But Bone Thugs, you know, that they, they were a different beast. Yeah, man. The day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I met them, eh? I met them at a at a at the airport, actually. At um Oh real? Yeah. So yeah, was... I met them as well, man. I met them as well. Um when I was on the straight for the streets course. I met oh, them right. and um it's actually on the intro of the um album. We got Crazy Bone and Wishbone. They come up to the thing and they're like all talking to the students, bro. Yeah. And it's like everyone's everyone's like asking questions. Like everyone's from Otara, Rewa. Like these are all bad kids, you know? Like some yeah. of the best, bro. Like I was on a course with fucking some dope dudes, you know. This is after Two Face and um and like dudes with like uh we had like uh J Dub, like bro, bro, I, I won't get into names because it's it's hood shit. But I was on the course, like, I wasn't on the course because I was, like, a bad kid. 
I was on the course because I, I went to Dawn Raid and I fucking gave the guy 40 beats and fucking 40 demo tracks, you know? And sure. I said, I need to be on this. I need to be on this course. And funny thing is, bro, when I got on that course, the other guy that was doing the same as me was Dirty Sesh, bro. Oh, true. And uh, so he rolled up and everyone was like, oh, bro, that's fucking my king's son, you know? Like, bro, he thinks he's the man, you know? He's privileged, this and that. Bro, when I got to know the dude, bro, and when I got to meet him, I found out that, hey, fuck, man, two of the hardest working motherfuckers ain't even from the streets like that. Mm. It was me and Sesh. This guy's there at the same time as me, fucking one hour before everybody else. He's on Fruity Loops, bro. He was he was on another level, you know? And so that that speaks for his fucking um, his work ethic now and for my work ethic maybe three years ago. So maybe not now, but it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> so um, my, my, one of my boys, he's, well, he's my best man. He, I told him I was talking to you and he was like, yo, man, can you ask him, uh, can you ask him what is, who is uh, top five MCs are of all time and all time oh, Australasia? And he wanted me to tell you, shout out to my man, Jers, that mm. like body, bodyguard is his jam. What's, like, his name? What's his name? His name's Jers, Jers. Oh, Jers, what's up, bro? Yeah, bro. So, but um, yeah, he's a he's a big fan, man. But been a fan of you for a while, and he thank wanted, you, thank you. And he wanted me to ask you, yeah, who your top five MCs are of all time, and then your top five MCs in Australasia. Bro, that's like the fucking ultimate hard question, but yeah, it's not I like I haven't got the. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not yeah, gonna I lie, just... bro. Like, uh, bro, I don't know where you're now. Nah. <laughs> um. Honestly, of all time, bro, it's so hard because every other fucking place you hear about everybody's top five. For me, it's for the old school ones, bro. It's it's probably like um, in no fucking order. Like, I mean, if it's top five, it's most influential. Uh, Nas is always my number one. Um, oh, that's the guy that fucking made me want to rap. Still to this day, he's he's the goat for me. Yeah, he's um, Nas. Uh, I know a lot of people like to put Puck and Biggie in there, but yeah, maybe they're sort of they're, they're sort of like maybe six or seven for me, bro. It's hard to say. I, I, I'd probably put Big Pun in there before them. Nice. Um, so we got Nas, Big Pun, uh, Cool G. Cool G Rap, Black Thought, and Royce the Five Nine. Bro, dope list, bro. Dope That'll list. be that's just bro, I'll be I will be fighting with that list myself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um being a Nas, the top. Being a Nas fan, because I'm a Nas fan as well, what would be your favorite yeah. Nas song? I can give you mine, which would be Rewind. Uh, give, me, Rewind. give me yours first, then. Rewind. Rewind. Bro, rewind is fire, bro. Yeah. Um, honestly, man, there's so many fucking Nas songs that I love, bro. But the one that gets me like into a zone, into a state of mind, and the one that is my favorite, I don't know if it's cliche, bro, but it's New York State of Mind, bro. No, like, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing I could put that on now and just get into a get into a zone, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like 
bro, when you hear that beat, bro, like, bro, and then you, and then he fucking goes into the verse, bro, you know? Oh. That was like a perfect storm, bro. Nas and uh, Premier, man. Just oh, bro, it's the best, man. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's the fucking best, man. That's why I don't know what um Premier was thinking when he took on RZA, bro. Boy. <laughs> Like, it should have been a rap for RZA, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, RZA's the man, bro. Okay, I got to give it to him, but fuck, bro. Ain't no way you're fucking around with Prems, bro. No way you're fucking touching Primo, brother. Yeah, Premier is one of the goats, bro. Like, in in, in, oh, in terms of sure. top five producers, he'd be he'd be easily there. Top three, I'd probably I mean, say. bro, not all of Premier's beats are like, bro, it's, it's not fire banger, but it's, it's the style of beat that he makes, you know? Well, he has a distinct style. Like when you style. hear that certain style of boom bat beat, you know, with the uh, uh, and then he fucking adds in the scratches, bro. Yeah, uh, it's it's a rap, bro. What 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 watch out and go down like fuck. You got to be an artist in yourself to put that to put those sort of certain cuts into beats. And um, he's the man, bro. Yeah, there's a there's a definite an art to scratching like and he has a distinctive style like you don't even need to know it's him for you to know it's him you just hear the beat you're like yep that's him you don't oh, even need to read sure, who's the who's the producer of this i'm like bro you know you know it's premiere same with dre yeah do we Timber, timberland is another one like like certain oh, sound. Yeah. yeah yeah timbo is another one man like yeah he'd be right definitely top three for me producer wise even to get my style to change to that. Like, I went from the boom bap to the timbo style, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, when I started working with Yorel, it was was a point where we're, the whole beat game sort of switched up. And uh, and then I got into that club game, and I was like, oh, yo, this guy's fire. And so timbo was the man of that, with the sense and shit. Like, right. Yeah. It was the drum patterns, bro. Like, like, like. What is um? What is Ural doing these days? Is he still around? Bro, he's still making beats, man. It's okay. funny. He's about to. I think he's about to arrive here soon. Oh, nice. So, um, I haven't caught up with him in a long time, and there's um, but me and him, are, I'm like motherfucking Justin Timberlake to. He's like my, you know, Timber to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet, sweet. Him to Dre, like me and him, we're together so well, and um. He's changed his name now. He's going by um, Dim. Dim. Like, yeah, yeah, Dim or D H E M. Okay, um, that might be why. Because I was wondering. Because I've always thought like he's yeah. one of the, the the best producers around, and I was like wondering. Yeah, he's, he's actually been doing a lot of um stuff with like uh, a lot of R and B guys overseas in that. Oh yeah, fair enough. I mean, there's a lot of money. I think he's 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 worked with a lot of local guys as well. Still. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, he's the man. He's the man, bro. Cool, bro. You well, have um, a fucking like that, like this, and uh, yeah, for sure. Twist the fingers, bro. Sweet, yeah, man. no, he's the man, bro. But fucking, you know, there's there's, there's so many producers, bro. I, I'm actually trying to backtrack, bro. Being a fucking horse cunt, um, trying to backtrack onto the to what what you said was the top five of what what I told you. But what was the other top five that you said? Top five uh, recently, top, or top five in Australasia? Top five Australasia, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know, man. Because being a fucking, uh, you know, narcissist, I don't know. But I, I put, I, I'm <laughs> Just for yourself, bro. It's all good. It's all good. 
That's what MCs do, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I've all, I've always considered myself top five uh, MC, but uh, then I'd put in PNC, I put in Consi, uh, Dallas. Um, I'd probably say, bro, and these are not even no slight to no Australian rapper, but mate, there ain't no fucking Australian rapper that's gonna take. But uh, you know what? I give I give that dude chilling it. I rate I rate chilling it, bro. And there's a couple other dudes, man. A couple other dudes that I've seen that are fire. Um, but fuck, there ain't no one taking fucking these New Zealand MCs, bro. Oh yeah, I'll bro. go get Day One. We'll go get Tech Swift. We'll go get you know Mariko. We'll go get fucking. There's too many, bro. Yeah. And there's not enough. There's not enough. You know, not enough respect on the New Zealand artist names. And then you got fucking brother new. Not I wouldn't say it's a new breed. But you got dudes like fucking Swit it, bro. You got dudes like INF. You got dudes like fucking, you know, Mellow Downs, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I lyrically, think that... lyrically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, a top five is rated whether it's roundabout, whether it's. There's so many things that add to that top five for me. Whether you're a writer, lyricist, um, you know, a flow, cadence, delivery, uh, a lot of these things come into my top five. Mm. So many things, bro. You could be a mad worker, work ethic, fucking this and that, you know? For sure, man. You just got to be creative. You got to be fucking, uh, you got to be an individual, bro. You got to be stand out. You know, a lot of these new cats now in Aussie, bro, nah, they all sound the same, guys. Yeah, fuck, we'll, we'll do the same talk. Yeah, I think that's the scene in general, though. A lot of these dudes sound the yeah. same. Yeah, like I even got uh, upset at the boys back home, to, like trying to be like the Aussie guys here. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, guys, relax, man. Like, I know you uh, Sid and them were trying to push for fucking, oh, bro, Sid, Sid, like, fuck, bro. Yeah, Sid's top Sydney five. Diamond, bro, top five, you know, like, um. But yeah, everyone's trying to push for this, for this uh, New Zealand accent thing. I think they were trying to do a couple of years ago, and then all of a sudden, bro, the fucking Australian scene just comes in, boom. Yeah. And everyone's fucking yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's hard trying to do like uh, a New Zealand accent thing because I think fucking New Zealand accents are it's one of the best accents in the world. Like you can sort of swag it this way, you can sort of do. You know, little tinges of what New Zealand does is up here on that level. Maybe it sounds Americanized, but it's a, it's a hard debate. It's a hard talk. Well, the other thing as well is because, you know, uh, New Zealand has obviously the highest Polynesian population in the world. And Polynesia, yeah. obviously that accent and, you know, Hawaii and coming through from America, mm-hmm. is, is, there's a, a little bit of American twang that's embedded within the accent as well. So that yeah, means, yeah, yeah, so sure. that's why when you hear the Samoans, the Fijians, the Tongans rapping, yeah, it, it people get like, oh, it sounds too Americanized. I'm like, bro, but like you look at the history of Polynesians, like it, it naturally just yeah, sounds yeah. that way. So it's not necessarily that, you know, the, the New Zealand people are. Yeah, no, it's, de- it's definitely the influence of um, like Tongans, Samoans, Hawaiians. You know, there's a lot of them all. Spread out throughout, like obviously California. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
Bro, I just recently found out I got mad Fijian family that live in Cali and shit. We don't even know about them, bro. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, I would have loved, bro. Hey, 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 guy. Can I come stay with you? Like, fuck, bro. I would have been the shit. Well, probably not but, now. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, bro, like, back in the day when we were trying to rap, like, it wasn't even about, it wasn't a cultural thing, you know? Like, now all of a sudden, like, bro, like, for instance, bro, Carlos Six. Who the fuck would know this cunt's a fucking beast? Yeah. He's a Fijian, bro. Other than his alias, the flying Fijian. Bro, I never was that back in the day, you know? Like, when I was Ty Tyler the Rottweiler, you never... Bro, I had people that used to talk Simon to me, this and that. Whatever. Like, um, it was never a cultural thing back in the day. Even brown skin, white skin, whatever. Like, now that all this uh, racism and all this fucking, uh, you know, equality and, uh, bro, there's so many words for it. I haven't even got the fucking yeah. the vocab for it. But there's so much shit that, that has come into power over, over 2020. It's oh, been it's a, a crazy shit year, bro. It's a shit year, bro. For, <laughs> for real. Like, to bring it back into this local scene of drill, like only recently... I found out that some of the dopest rappers are Fijian from the Australian scene. Mm. Like, uh, bro, everybody's coming out, and you, you wouldn't know until everyone's rocking a flag. They're rocking a, a flag, you know. If I knew that what that's what it was back in the day, I would have rocked a baby blue flag in, in the back of all my clips. Mm. You know, we 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 got a guy that's fucking a millionaire, Fortify, for instance. He's a fucking millionaire living in Dubai. He's a Fijian, guys. Hey, he's done well. What's the stories about this guy? It's come from Logan City. He's done well. Um, there's so many fucking people. There's so many cultures. And and then you go to Polynesia. You break it down to Micronesia, Melanesia. Oh, bro, what do we... Everything can be compartmentalized. There's like, there's so much shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too too fucking deep into it, but you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get I get your point though, and I feel like we're kind of losing that. You know, it's it's yeah, it's, it's focusing too much on race, and I think that divides people more. Mm. You know, it becomes the best, the best, the best intro, bro, that I ever had. The best quote, the best intro was from Shampao Alisi. You know the guy that uh, Shampao. You know Shampao. Yeah. He did an interview with me with, uh, I think it was with uh, Pacifica, whatever it's called, on Channel One. You still got guys got still got Channel One on NZ? Oh, bro, I don't even watch television, but yeah, it's, it's Channel One still around. Exactly, I mean, bro. Nobody watches TV anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's all Netflix and, and all that jazz. Bro, and he did it, and he goes, um, Tyson Tyler, um, he goes, uh, like exactly what you said with the intro, bro. He was like, uh, Fijian, Australian born, raised in South Auckland. Um, his name's Tyson Tyler. It might sound like a fashion label, but he's actually like, but like the way he did it, bro, was so fucking crazy. Like it just summed it up. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and it was dope, man. It was, it was what it was, you know. Like, bro, for instance, Carlox Hicks. This, this history is to these names that did not obviously the Islander names. Like, bro, come on, bro. That's a whole other story. Yeah, there's another story. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool, it's, such a, it's, a, it's a deep convo, man. It is a deep convo. We could go on for this um, 
going with this. Well, yeah, man. What, what's the time going? <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry to keep you up, man. I'm yeah, yeah. Well, um, I might wrap it up there, bro. But yo, man, it's it's sure. been um, bro, it's been an honor to talk to you, bro, because I've I've watched you for years, man, and um, I've always been an admirer. Oh, of you. Thank you. You've always been one of my top MCs in New Zealand, and um, I'm glad to hear thank that you, you're, doing, you're doing well in Brisbane, bro. I mean. I'll be hollering at you yeah, if, sure. if, if if I do decide to make the move over, bro. Yeah, man. We need we, we need Reese over here, man. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a matter of Hamilton, man. Yeah, bro. Um, it'd just be a matter of sorting out work, eh? That would be the main thing. And convincing the missus, yeah, like, hey, we should go to Brisbane, you know? But um, Yeah. But that would be... Sure, the, man. Yeah, yeah. But but um, obviously, it won't be for a while. I think I'll wait till all this COVID-19 shit's died down before... I just yeah, no doubt, man. yeah, yeah, whenever that is. I mean, it, we could be going through years of this yet. Hopefully not, but we'll just have no, to for sure. We'll just have to see. So um just in regards to your social media and everything, where can everyone follow you? Um at Tyson Tyler. Yep. And pretty much everything. Twitter, um, except for uh, Instagram. Instagram is at Tyson Tyler at Tyson Tyler Graham. Yep. Um and just fucking just Google Tyson Tyler, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's, there's only a couple of us in the world. We got a wrestler, NFL player, and a big black rapper. My man. And all your all and, good, all, <laughs> and all your shits on YouTube and Spotify and stuff? Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I just uh I got it up on Spotify now. And uh, it's all on YouTube, bro. Same shit, yeah. man. Yeah. With everyone to find it. Cool, man. So love. I appreciate I, I appreciate you, brother, for getting me on. Likewise. Much bro. love. We might have to do this again in the in the near future for sure. Yeah, um, no doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm keen. I'm very keen. Yeah, yeah. Cool, everyone. That's the the show. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe, and follow the brother Tyson Tyler. Uh, until next time, peace, peace.